Welcome to the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, your lifestyle, your career or business all the way up. That starts with your mind and your willingness to embody the most evolved and most expansive version of yourself. Each episode, I'll be diving into the topics you've been avoiding or that you didn't even know needed to be addressed. The topics that have created belief systems that have kept you stuck and that no longer serve you. I'm here to call you out on your BS so you can create a new mindset, a new vision, and ultimately a new life where you are the boss. Let's dive in. What's up and welcome back to another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and today we're talking about why do you hate yourself so much? Yeah, that is it. that stings, right? It doesn't feel good. Uh, my mentor says this to me more than I would like to. He's like, why do you hate yourself? Why do you do these things? And in my head, I'm like, I don't hate myself. I'm self-love, self-confidence, badass, you know, like the whole thing. But when you slow down and you look at some of the actions that we do on a daily basis that we do or don't do, it makes it very clear to see where our priorities lie, right? You can say, I love myself to your blue in the face. You can do all of the things that you see all of the people do on social media that proves, look at me, self-love journey, girl power, rah, 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 rah. But like your actions need to line up with those words, just like anything else. So if you're always talking to yourself like, oh, I fucked up, I shouldn't have did this, I forgot that, oh, you're always late. If you're a bully to yourself, or uh, if you always find yourself having regrets or, or second guessing, or maybe I should have did that, or I wonder what would have happened if I would have did that, and, and, and you're just in this space where it's not continuously harmonious or harmonious and and encouraging and loving, you may hate yourself a little bit, right? So if that's you, uh, you're actually sabotaging yourself. And that and that's rude. We, we don't like people that sabotage, even if it is our, our, our self, a, a certain aspect of ourselves. So today, I'm going to talk to you, uh, or I'm going to illuminate some of the ways in which you probably actually hate yourself and you really don't know. You are your biggest source of destruction and you probably know it, but you don't want to admit it. And if you don't believe me, I'm going to prove it to you. So if you're watching live or whether you're listening to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify, I would like you to do a little exercise with me to prove to me and prove to yourself that you don't hate yourself. Okay. Okay. So numero uno. Oh, also, as always, if you're watching live and you hear something that resonates with you, drop some fire emojis in the comments. You know how pastors, when they're preaching, like people say amen and you get some hype and it's energy. It's the same thing here, boo-boo. Like your girl went to school to be a minister. Okay. So sometimes every now and then I want to know, is this hitting? Is this resonating? And if it is, just let me know. Sweet. Cool. All right. And then also always tag someone in here that needs to hear this. Moving right along. How am I going to prove that you probably low-key hate yourself? up a little bit or have some self-loathing tendencies. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning, Avril. All right, let's talk about it. So I want you to think of someone that you love in your life like a lot. It could be a significant other. It could be a parent. It could be a child. It could be a future child. Think about, and I want you, don't, don't have a bunch of people in your head. Think about one person that you absolutely love that you would go to the moon and back for. I want you to think of them. Just one. If you have two kids, pick a kid, okay? You can do it for both of them for all of I care, for all I care. But I want you to pick someone that you genuinely love to the moon and back. Okay, you have it in your head. You know who you want. Cool, cool, cool. All right. I want you to, if you're not at home and you can't do this live, mentally 
or physically, make a list. Now, physically is super important because when you can connect your mind with a process, uh, because listening is great, but rarely ever do we listen and then immediately implement. I've been coaching people for years. I've been coaching coaches for the past year, and I know that we don't just listen and implement. We have to listen and do it as we have some sort of physical aspect to it to solidify that message because we take in a lot of information on a daily basis. Hell, you take in like 1.2 million bits of information for second. So for you to think that you can just listen to my podcast every day and it's going to fix something, or for you to think that you can just read a book once and it's going to fix something, boo-boo, that's another form of your self-sabotage and self-hatred. So with that said, I want you to, after this episode or when you get a chance to come back, re-listen to this and do this exercise, capiche? Okay, so you have the person in your head that you absolutely love, that you'd go to the moon and back for, that you would give your life for. I want you to list all the ways that you love them and how you prove your love to them. It could be the words that I just said. You would go to the moon and back for them. It could be, I remember when I, whatever, I'm not even going to go there. Mom stories, so many things we do for our kids. But I want you to think about things that you do for them, you know? Do you, do you, if it's your kid, do you take them to practice even though you're tired? Do you go pick them up from their friend's house even though you're freaking tired, right? Um, do you buy them things? Do you, do you go to the store and see something for them and get super excited about, oh, they're going to love this? If it's a significant other, like, does it just fill your heart to know that you're going to get something for the one that you love and to see? the look on their face when they get it, right? Uh, maybe maybe it's quality time. Quality time and physical touch are my two big things. I may not have a lot of time for people. That's why if I give you my time and I have and I make time for you, that means that like I really care about you because I, I really enjoy my me time. Hmm. So think about that. Quality time. Is, is, is that something that you do to show your love? We all have our different love languages and hopefully you know yours. So make this list of ways that you love this person and, 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 and prove, like if they said, prove to me you love me and you had to make a list and a record, like here it is, what would it say? So get your list of all the ways that you love this person, your significant other, your child, whoever it is, right? Maybe it's buying stuff for them. Maybe it's doing stuff for them even though you're tired. Maybe it's bidding over backwards for them, sacrificing sleep, money, time, energy for them, whatever, whatever. Okay, cool. You got this beautiful list, all right? Perfect. I hope you did it. And if not, like I said, come back to this replay and do it when you can write the stuff down. Yes, I'm drawing a heart. It helps me. I like hearts. Okay, so now what I would love for you to do is if you have your piece of paper, um, should have had you do this from the beginning. <laughs> I want you to draw a line down the middle of the paper. If you, I should have told you to do this in the beginning. And I want you to write your name across the top. You could have wrote the other person's name across the top, the other side. I'm a terrible teacher. No, I'm not. I'm a fantastic teacher. I just forgot a step. So um, now I want you to do the same thing for you. Go ahead, make a long list of ways that you love yourself and all the things that you do for yourself to show that you love yourself. If you're noticing that your list is somewhat underwhelming in comparison to what you do for the other person, yeah, yeah. So now you know. Isn't it something, guys? Isn't it really interesting how we will bend over backwards for other people we will lose sleep for other people. I'm guilty of this. I will hold my pee while I'm in conversation with someone because I don't want to be rude to them. And now uh, that's one of my triggers. I have to remind myself, like, go to the bathroom. This person will be fine. 
That's like trauma for me waiting tables and not being able to use the bathroom because I didn't because people would not tip me well if I didn't, you know, whatever. So I've had to learn to love myself with little things like, hey, if you have to go to the bathroom, don't hold it for anyone. Their conversation can wait. My bladder is the one that's going to be leaking for the rest of my life. Little things like that are ways that you can see, wow, there is a lot of self-deprecation. There's a lot of putting me on the back burner. I recently talked with a young lady who told me, um, we were on the phone for a consultation and she was in a dark place in her life. And she's like, I've been watching you for a while and I think it's time for me to take that next step and yada, yada, yada. And we get to talking. And then when we get to the price, um, that's usually when most people are like, oh, snap, this is real. I have to like actually pay to change my life, right? And so the price was making her uncomfortable and I was talking her through her fears because guys, I need you to understand that when it gets down to you, like trying to make a change for yourself or do something for yourself, like it's gonna cost you, whether it's time or energy, because the same way that you do it for other people, the same way that you, you buy your kids whatever they ask for, the, the same way that you, you, you sacrifice for them, if you truly loved yourself, you would do the same for yourself. And what I found really peculiar about the situation is she said, well, I just gave uh, a relative of mine $2,000 to pay their bills and to get back on track and this, this and that. Um, and she's like, I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, at zero in my accounts, but I just, I can't imagine spending like money like that on myself. And I was like, do you hear yourself? You willingly gave someone else two stacks so that they could get themselves out of a problem, not so that you could help fix the problem. Because granted, when you bail people out of situations, they don't really learn anything. That's why I don't just hand my clients the answers. I'm a hard ass with them so that they can learn the lesson because that's what my mentors did for me. And look what we got, right? But when you get when when you can't wrap your head around spending money for yourself, but it's not a question to do it for other people, honey, I'm gonna need you to take some time and think about why you fucking hate yourself so much. Why you think that you aren't worth it, but everyone else is worth it. Why it's okay for you to be inconvenienced, but you couldn't dare inconvenience anybody else. Why it's not okay for you to be the center of attention, the 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 woman of the hour, the woman that Oh, 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 and here we go, here we go, I got you. Because I used, I used this excuse with my coach when he said, you know, you hate yourself. And I was like, get out of here. I take myself on trips all the time. I buy myself clothes. I take care of my body. I eat healthy. And these things are all true. However, um, if I was only taking trips and doing all these things and spending all this money on myself without spending time with myself, without working and healing my inner demons and, and understanding myself and how I operate and, and what my triggers are and getting uh, really, really understanding my strengths and really, really uh, harnessing my craft and doing all these things that enhance me, that help me evolve and help me to expand. If I'm not doing all of those things, there is some aspect of self-loathing in place because people that love themselves see the value that they are whether it has been developed or not and they have an insatiable desire an insatiable desire to continue to develop the freaking diamond that they are and if you don't have an insatiable desire for personal development growth expansion I'm gonna call a spade a spade I think you hate yourself because there's no other reason why you would see other people as more important and more worthy of your time, your money, your sacrifice, your patience, your energy than you. And if you would say, oh, it's because it's my children, my children come first. Mom, I need you to understand something. All this self-sacrificing, not making time for yourself, putting yourself last bullshit that you have been fed that you think is the norm for moms. You know what ends up happening is your kids grow up and they look at you like you're soft. 
They grow up and they look at you like my mom didn't have a backbone. You know how I know? Because I have a lot, like a lot of my clients, these are the stories that I hear, is that their mom never stood up for themselves. Their mom put everybody second. And this is why you, they're trying to unlearn that now. There is so much trauma that comes from self-abandonment. I've talked about self-abandonment so many times, but self-abandonment is literally everything I described. When you will go through hell and back for other people, but the thought of even stepping out for one second to take a chance on you, that's unheard of. It's crazy. We vacation so we can get away from our life and our problems. We, we binge TV and, oh, I'm, I'm, de I'm de-stressing. No, you're not. You're disconnecting. You're leaving the present moment. You're not feeling your emotions and actually strategizing what the fuck you want to do with these emotions, right? We, we brunch and take pictures with our champagne every fucking weekend so that we can pretend to ourselves and pretend to the world, yeah, life is great. Life is grand. Well, when I, I, as someone that used to brunch every single Sunday, basically, and, and travel all of the time, um, I'm in a stage in my life right now where I don't have to, I, I need to, like, I need a trip, don't help, send help. No, like, I need to travel. <laughs> but I'm in a stage in my life right now where I don't constantly need to be traveling and constantly need to be celebrating because I don't have anything that I'm running away from. Because I'm in a place where I'm building and I can see the future. And, I, and, and, and a lot of us, this is, this is it. This is where it comes from. We don't have something compelling enough for us to want to commit to. You don't believe in yourself enough and feel that you are worth. You don't think that your own future is compelling enough to commit to. Let that sit for a moment. Because when you find a compelling enough reason, you will go through hell and back. Because you just proved it to me and you just proved it to yourself in the beginning when I asked you to make the list of the people that you love and what you would do for them. That is a compelling reason for you to bend over backwards and bust your ass and make it happen no matter what. But when it comes to you, you don't love yourself enough. You don't love yourself enough to see you as your best self. You can't see your best self because you don't spend time with yourself. You don't spend time with yourself because you're busy bending over backwards for everybody else. So when it comes to you, you have no idea. You have no connection to your highest self, to your future, to your passions, to your callings, to your goals. And so when it comes to someone asking you something like, hey, are you ready to commit to investing in yourself? Are you ready to commit to this program, this product, this life changer? Whatever the fuck it is, you can't see, you can't wrap your mind around it because it doesn't seem compelling enough. The idea of you becoming better than you are right now, the idea of you enhancing yourself right now, the idea of you being able to be the just most amazing expression of who you're meant to be, you can't wrap your mind around it and you can't wrap your mind around it because you don't spend enough time with that vision. I posted a reel yesterday and it was like, are you that coach that helps women step up? I was like, yes, I am. And I've listed things like, so I can't just go make a vision board. You can, but that's not it. So I can't just listen to the podcast. You can, but that's not it. So should I go journal and meditate? You need to do all of those things, but you also need to actually do the work. And let's be real, ladies, I love us. But like, if someone's not honest, reminding us to do the work, we won't. Like, we are designed to have fun. I talked about that before. We're designed to be creative, nurturing, caring, loving. And it's not that we can't be hard workers. It's not that we can't commit to things. But the same way that men are inherently structured, and they work better with structure, and they also work a little bit better with stricter uh, disciplines, we, we, we enjoy the flow and the free and the fluidity of life. And so sometimes we do need someone to come in and remind us and be that hard ass, just like men sometimes need someone to come in and be gentle with them. You need both.
And what's happening is too often, more than not, a lot of us are stuck in our like feminine flow of just, let me just go with the flow. Let me just see what happens. Let me, oh, I hope this works. I'm not gonna like really plan or strategize or do anything to make it work. I just hope it works. Ooh, feeling good. Look at me journaling. Uh -huh, look at me brunching. Uh -huh. And it's like, but what's getting accomplished, sweetheart? Because if you go home from your brunches and your vacations and you still feel empty inside, you still don't feel confident about yourself, you still don't fucking love yourself, what's the point? So, what's the solution? Because I did just kind of like come for the jugular in a very sweet way though. I hope you guys thought it was sweet. I tried to make it sweet. Um, what's the solution? It, it, it's working on yourself. The little Easter eggs I've been dropping all through this. The only solution is working on yourself. You can go, I went to Tony Robbins event in November and it was freaking, it was amazing. I walked on fire and it did not feel hot at all. That was the epitome of me understanding. I'm, I'm a mindset coach. I'm a life coach, fitness coach. I do all the shits. But like me being able to walk across the thing on fire because he had taught me how to tap into my mindset and unlock the unlimited potential of just telling my body what the business is. This is what we're doing, right? Um, me being able to do that, it was, it, was, it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. However, if I came home and just went back to old Bonnie who did not work on her mindset like it was her business. If I came home and just left everything that he taught me at the place, which I didn't, I still have that workbook that we got from his seminar and I refer to it uh, pretty freaking often, especially when I'm coaching my own clients. The point is guys, you can do the seminars. I think they're great. You can do the podcasts. I, I'd love for you guys to listen to my podcast, please. <laughs> you can read all of the books. I love this. But if you're not doing work with these things, it doesn't matter. I'm going to have a podcast coming out soon, a series inspired by my boy Deb because he's talking about quit manifesting and get to work. And it's like, yes. Like, ladies, I know I talk about manifesting a lot, but I don't think that you understand that me manifesting what I want means me getting into alignment with what I want. And that means actually doing the work to get what I want. It is, will things fly out of the sky? Yes, but it's a product of me becoming aligned and me doing the work so that those opportunities can come my way. But if you're never doing those things, then you're gonna just keep experiencing more of the same. So if you're not doing the work, if, if, if you're not actively working on your mindset, if you're not actively un, uh, unraveling and reprogramming and deprogramming and unlearning all of the limiting beliefs that have kept you stuck for so long and you're just shoving meditation in and you're just shoving in podcasts, you're just shoving, oh, look at that post, I like that, I'm gonna save it and share it and never come back to it. Or I'm just gonna binge a bunch of like inspirational quotes for the day and oh my gosh, my energy is high and I'm great. That's not, that's not the work, that's not the work. That's not the work. The work is, is, is realizing that you've got some really uh, complicated and toxic mindsets, habits, behaviors that need to be undone. And if you don't know how to undo them, prove that you love yourself and put yourself in a position where someone can help you with that. Otherwise, what you'll be doing is repeating the same process, the same cycle, the same generational curses, the same familiar lies that have been rampant and rampant. <laughs> words the same the, the the same things that have been a prevailing theme in your family so do the work work on yourself every successful person that i've ever known has a coach has a mentor has taken a course i think that church is amazing i think that religion provides so much structure for people who don't abuse it but your 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 spiritual your christianity is not a substitute for personal development 
I think it's awesome that people work out and lift weights. Yes, you know that I do that, that's my life. But your physical development is not a substitute for your personal development. You have so much potential beneath the surface. You have so much more to be activated, but you won't take the action unless you feel compelled. And you won't feel compelled to work on yourself if, if you don't spend enough time uh, getting to the core of who you are, who you want to be, what are your desires, what are the things that you love doing that people told you were stupid and so you lock them away. I'm going to do the castle analogy again for those that didn't get to hear it. It's a part of uh, one of the pillars of the shadow work that I do with clients in, in the Boss Life Blueprint. And it's this. It's the concept that when you were a kid, your personality was like a big, huge castle. And your castle had so many rooms in it. Your castle had the room. Uh, I'm going to do my castle so that you can kind of understand. Um, little Bonnie loved Power Rangers. Little Bonnie loved Purple. Little Bonnie loved, there's a room where she was a singer and I was Janet Jackson on the table singing Black Cat. And then there's the room where I was a dancer. Uh, all these rooms are all your different personalities, likes, and things that make up you. Um, there's a room where Bonnie wanted to be a girly girl and wear dresses. And then there's another room where Bonnie wanted to swim in lakes and catch frogs and play with roly polies. There, there's another room where Bonnie is an absolute nerd and she's in gifted classes. And th then there's the other the room where Bonnie's just a, a clown and a comedian and and you've got all these rooms and all these things that you like and maybe they're not cool but it's who you are and this is you as a kid you've got all the these rooms right but what happens as you get older and you let other people into your castle into your space they start looking into those rooms and they're like oh that's not cool oh for me also black girl that loved rock and roll, not rock, yeah, rock and, and pop and, and, and not like, you know, not a lot of black artists because I didn't have a lot of friends that were playing that music. Old school music, yes, for sure. Yes, I loved Earth, Wind and & Fire and anything my dad would put on. But I also really liked things like NSYNC and No Doubt and 98 Degrees and Alanis Morissette and Jewel. And so what happened was, as I started to get older, people would come into my castle, look in rooms and be like, oh, Guys don't like girls that play in lakes and play with frogs. And I was like, oh, they oh they don't? Okay, let me close that room up. I'm just a girly girl now. Well, guys don't like girls that are, are it, it, you're black, you can't listen to that music. Oh, I can't, that, that's not a good idea? Okay, closes uh, that, ja that chapter and starts only listening to like DMX and Jay-Z and stuff, right? Okay, um, ooh, you're a nerd, you're in gifted classes? No, I'm not, no, I'm not. Pulls herself out of gifted classes and goes into regular classes so she can be with her friends. One by one, as I went through each year of school, as I met more people, and we all do this, you start closing the doors on the aspects of your personality that the world has told you are not acceptable or that you won't be loved. And you're a kid, so you don't know any better, so you believe it. So by the time you become an adult, you you forgot that you're a whole castle full of rooms, full of interests, full of diversity. And now all you have and all you think you are is this one bedroom fixer upper duplex. Not much here, but this is what I got. And you wonder why you don't feel compelled to work on yourself because you just kind of look at it like, well, this is what we got. When like real talk, you're a whole ass fucking beautiful castle mansion, but you've allowed the world to tell you that you weren't that. You've allowed the world to, to, to shame you into thinking that you aren't good enough or that you aren't worthy. That's what the issue is. It's not that anything's wrong with you. It has nothing to do with your weight. It has nothing to do with the way that you look or the jobs that you've had or the jobs that you didn't have, or the relationships that you had or the relationships that you don't have. It has everything to do with the fact that over time, the world has told you that who you are was not acceptable and wasn't good enough and you believe them. 
And so as a result, you started to put everyone else first and love everyone else first and self-sacrifice for everyone else so that you could get their love. But what about your love for you? All those doors that you close in that castle, that was the love that you had for yourself. All those weird things that people told you didn't fit the stereotype of someone that looks like you, those are the aspects, those are the unclaimed aspects of you that you love and that you cherish, but that you locked away. And that's why it's so hard to connect with who you are. Because all the closest thing that you can connect to right now is what other people like. So what is the solution for this, this self-hatred is to, to learn to fall in love with yourself again. You learn, how do you, how do you fall in love with people? You get to know them. You spend time with them working on yourself. So guys, I hope that you got value from this podcast today. If you're still here watching live, thank you so much. Uh, drop some fire emojis in the comments if you got some value. If there was something that stuck out to you today, drop it in the comments so I can know like what kind of things are actually resonating with you guys. And if this really hit for you, if this really lit a fire underneath you and you're like, whoa, I needed to hear this, I have two amazing options for you guys. Number one, next week I'm doing, if you're more fitness oriented, like your number one goal right now is your health and you need to start there next week i'm starting a challenge called back to basics free challenge it's a four it's a free four-day challenge i used to run these every eight weeks we're going to get back onto that again now that i have an assistant personal trainer coach and an assistant nutrition coach joining the mind and body team so if you're interested in the Back to Basics free fitness challenge that is going on next week, Monday through Thursday, drop a B2B, like B, like Backstreet Boys? No, I don't know. The letter B, the number two, and the letter B again in the comments or DM it to me and let me know. And I'll go ahead and get you registered and get the information for the challenge sent your way. If you were like, Bonnie, I'm not worried about health right now. I really want to do that inner work that you're always talking about. I really want to become the master of my mindset and my emotions. I don't want my past to hold me back. I don't want limiting beliefs to control and dictate what I do and don't do. I want to learn how to tap into my energy. I want to learn how to manifest like a boss. I want to learn how to create a life that I love living that I don't have to take a vacation from every so often that I don't have to go out and binge drink every weekend or, or binge TV to escape from. If that's you, then you want to join the Boss Life Blueprint. We are also launching next week the full length 16 week program where we are going deep on some of the issues. Well, most of the issues that are holding you back and keeping you stuck. So if you're interested in the Boss Life Blueprint, DM me. You can click the link in bio and read the testimonies and see what the program, what each module is about and some of the testimonies from women that have gone through the program and how their lives have just completely, the trajectory of their lives have completely changed. This is not for someone who's just looking for, eh, maybe I'll give it a try. This is for someone who's dead ass serious about I'm ready to change my mother truck in life. Give me the tools. I need the tools. And worst case scenario, it's too much for you, whether you're not in the place to invest right now, you don't have any other options. I have a mini mindset course that is three days long. I just did it a few weeks ago. It's called Abundantly Aligned. That may be an option for you at least to get started so that you can see what you need to work with. Again, regardless of what happens today, what you do with this information, I love you. Share this with someone, comment your key takeaways. And until next time, ladies, I genuinely love you and I genuinely believe in you. And I'm gonna do my very best to give you the tools that you need so that you can get your life, have the best day of your entire life. Bye guys.